guys, what is good? This is Morgan Mueller coming at you with the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. We actually have each of these episodes begin as a YouTube video. So if you would like to watch the original content on YouTube, search my name, Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N, Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, on YouTube, look for the Joy and Hope logo. But otherwise, thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Hi guys, Morgan here from Joy and Hope. So today we really gotta get going. We gotta go fast. We're gonna talk about tithing in 10 minutes or less. So if you wonder why I'm talking like this, it's not because I just sucked a lot of helium out of a balloon that my friend gave me the other day. Um, it's actually because I'm just talking really fast and start to sound like a chipmunk after a while. Whew. Is it gone? <laughs> okay. Yes, fun fact, I may have just, I may have just sucked um, air out of a helium balloon, but you know what? The things we do for God. And that's what we're going to talk about today because tithing. But before we get to that, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Totus tuus, Maria ego sum. I am totally yours, Mary. Before we get into tithing and being totally God's in that way, which I know is a lot to ask. I want to say thank you to all of those who have become patrons of Joy and Hope. Currently, I'm at 31 patrons, and I just want to say God bless each and every one of you who have made that jump and joined me on this mission. You are what allow me to do this full-time in service to God. So thank you. If you have not yet become a patron, please consider doing so. And go to patreon.com slash Morgan Mueller to learn a little bit more about how you can support this mission financially. So thank you to all of my patrons. Yes, but tithing. And yes, in 10 minutes or less, because tithing means giving 10%. And in a way, you're tithing right now by giving God 10 minutes of your time by watching this video. So kudos to you. However, I know that tithing is actually a really sticky subject sometimes. I know it was for me. I know it can be for certain family members and friends of mine that I've talked to about it. So I just had it on my heart to clear the air and was talking to a friend about it the other day and was like, yeah, that seems like a good next episode. So here we are. I am going to be using a resource from the St. Louis Archdiocese that I found online that I think does a, ama- an amazing job of explaining this. So see below for a link if you would like to read more about that yourself. But if you are like me and have ever been ticked off by tithing or don't understand it, I'm here to help you out, friend, because somebody once helped me out. So don't be ticked off by tithing, first of all. I encourage you not to be because tithing, when we understand it, is actually very easy, awesome, and totally worth it. And trust me, if I could learn to do it when I was a broke college student and now am doing so as essentially a missionary, I know that you can do it as well. I do want to make a disclaimer. I just learned recently we are not required as Catholics to tithe. So I up until now had believed that was true. So just so you know, it's not something that's required, but I encourage you to think about it like this. The Lord has given us free will. That is why we're not just a bunch of little puppets on strings walking around on the earth doing good all the time because we are not perfect. 
Why? Because we have free will and because we don't always choose to do the good and therefore we choose sin. So in a way, when we choose not to tithe, that's also not giving God his due. We essentially owe God everything, right? He's given us everything. We owe him everything. So we don't just owe him this 10%. We actually owe him everything. So I encourage you to think about it like that. It's not this thing that you're required to do or forced to do. However, because we have free will, hopefully we're motivated out of love for God and a generosity for the good of others as well and motivated to tithe for that reason. So just disclaimer at the beginning, also a different way that you can think about it. No, it's not required, but then again, (laughs) there are a lot of things that God doesn't like force us to do. He never forces us to do anything. However, it is something that is highly recommended because it also just has a lot of really awesome benefits. Not only like giving the money does it help the people that you help, but just for me personally, I know that it has a lot of spiritual, mental, and emotional benefits. Like my relationship with God grows stronger because my generosity does increase. Mentally, whenever I go to make a budget or look at the income I've made, I'm not as tempted to hoard it or be selfish with it. Because when I look at it, I'm able to clearly see when I do consider a tithe, which is technically 10%, I'm able to have a concrete number, which is helpful for me because I'm like, okay, this is like how much I want to give to my parish each week realistically. And then all and being responsible with my own finances and other things that are owed in society. And then also just that emotional benefit of I'm helping other people and it really does feel good and brings us true joy when we are helping other people. So those are a few disclaimers. I am going to read straight from this resource though, because it's so good. I just don't want to get it wrong and helium balloon or not, we are going fast, fast, fast because it's not always fun to talk about this stuff. So why spend more time or waste time when we could be more simple? So what is tithing? Tithing is the practice established by God in the Old Testament of returning 10% of your blessings to God. Originally, the tithe was given to the temple or church in the form of produce or livestock, since this was really the only income that the people had. As our society shifted from a barter-based system of trade to a monetary money system, the tithe began to be paid in currency. Whether one gave monetary income or profit from the fields was really not as important as it was for the believer to understand that the tithe was what was owed to God. The tithe was not given based on the needs of the priest, of the church, or of the poor. It was given simply in recognition and gratitude for the blessings that God had bestowed on the individual. Therefore, every believer had and has a need to tithe to God. See Leviticus 27.32 for an example of this. Why don't we read about tithe in the New Testament? Because Jesus actually, again, calls us to give everything to follow him. If you read in the Acts of the Apostles, it talks about all the early Christians. They put everything before the apostles, like their homes, their houses, their money, everything. And it was just split evenly between everybody. Like, 
they were required to give everything like Jesus asks us to give everything. The early Christians were able to do this in this way. However, as the church expanded throughout the world, its followers needed to be reminded that generous giving is a hallmark of the Judeo-Christian tradition. So the Church Council of Macon in 585 AD ordered payment of tithes. And in the 8th century, Charlemagne made tithing to the church a civil law. And the Council of Trent also reiterated the call to tithe. If you want a little bit more um, in that regard, see 1 Timothy 6, chapter or chapter 6, verses 17 through 19. Is it still necessary in, in the Catholic Church today? Yes. The church cannot function without tithes. Again, our church has, has expenses. We have financial, um, it has financial obligation. It incurs as it operates in a commercial society. Salaries, benefits, insurance, maintenance, utilities, and service fees are all expenses that never even existed when our first, when our Lord first decreed that each of us was to give back a percentage of what we have. That, there's that. So why can't our parishes just ask for support when it has, when it has certain needs arise? Well, many parishes do function in this way. But this leads to endless fundraising activities, and there is still more that every parish needs and wants to do in addition to those. There's never an end to the ministry that a parish could do if it had the funds. Parishes that have successfully paid their own bills and maintain their own property can reach out to other communities in need and offer their assistance. However, without a constant flow of income through tithes freely given in the offertory, a parish must appeal for funding for every activity or ministry that gets old. I mean, parishioners get tired of the constant talk about money and the demands on their time that this kind of approach takes. Yes, we've all been there. And I thought this was interesting. They note our Lord warned about this kind of fundraising approach and yelled, stop turning my father's house into a marketplace. We don't want this, but it's often what people resort to whenever we don't bring our true tithes to the Lord. So is anyone exempt from like being called to tithe, even if it isn't required technically? No. Think about the poor widow who gave her two coins. The Lord didn't give them back. Like, yes, it's important to know what we can give to the Lord. The Lord doesn't necessarily want you out on the street. But again, think of what that widow gave. It's a discernment. So for me, like when I talk to my spiritual director about it, for me, I do choose to give 10% and we go gross income, not net income, because really we should give to God before even the government. So it's like, take your gross income, take 10% of that each month or a year. Um, let's say you make $40,000 annually, take off the last three zeros. That's $40 essentially. Um, give that to your parish each week. That's 5%. And then give the other five of the 10% to other charitable causes. That was 10 minutes and five seconds. But I'm going to expand just a little bit on that because technically I'm going to say the first two or three minutes was probably me talking about patrons and helium. Here's the balloon. (laughs) As you can see in my background, as I've talked about, I recently moved. (laughs) This is the product of the move. And... My welcome balloon just happened to serve a purpose in this video today. But yes, since I know that was a little quick at the end, a way that my spiritual director helped me think about it was take 10%, which is technically the tithe. 
5% goes to your parish each week. 5% can be other charities as they come up or as they touch your heart. For me personally, I tend to give most of that funding to pro-life organizations because those are very near and dear to my heart. And I believe that the right to life is the most fundamental right. If we aren't even able to save the lives of like innocent babies, then it doesn't really matter like what comes after that. Like I just am very much a strong supporter of pro-life ministry. So that's where a lot of my 5% to other charities goes. So I hope that helps. I know that was pretty fast, but as I said, everything that I was just quoting came from this amazing resource written by the Archdiocese of St. Louis. I'm going to include it below and I really encourage you to look it over. It doesn't matter if you don't belong to the St. Louis Archdiocese. It's just a really great resource and just see what they have to say. And they expand obviously on a lot more than I was able to cover, but I hope it helps you think about tithing in a different way. And I also want to make the note that it's never too early in your life to begin tithing. I, the friend I was talking to this about recently, we were saying how when we were little, at least for me, no one ever really encouraged me to tithe or like, let's say for my birthday or Christmas, if somebody gave me money or gave me, yeah, like money as a gift or something, I was never encouraged to share part of that with the Lord. And yes, I think there's something to be said about if grandma gives me $20 for Christmas, I that's not income, at least for most people. So I think in that sense, in my mind, I exempt those things from being tithed. Um, when I say gross income, like currently at this point in my life, my Patreon account on or yeah, my Patreon account for Joy and Hope. That's a source of income. One-time donations, that's a source of income for me. So those things are what I total. That's my gross income. That's where I take my 10% out of. However, as I referenced earlier, which actually is a reference from this resource, if you are making $40,000 a year, um, a way that they explained it really quickly, I'll just go through this in case you were like, what, her math is off. A simple way to think about tithing. Take your pre-tax income, so your gross income, as I was saying, round it to the nearest thousand, because again, we should be more generous as opposed to less generous, then take off the last three zeros. For example, a person making 40,000 annually would take off the last three zeros and be left with 40. This is the amount you should be giving every week if you are giving 5% back to God through your parish. You'd also wanna be giving the same amount, the other 5% to uh, the other 5% to other charities that are important to you. All for the greater glory of God. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Guys, this is the fastest video we've ever made. This is crazy. But I, I sincerely do hope that it helps. And yeah, not everybody likes talking about money things. So in a way, that's, I think, why this video is shorter. But I think that sometimes it's better to just leave things simple as opposed to overcomplicating them. And tithing is something I think we tend to overcomplicate. I hope this helps simplify it for you. Let me know. Please comment below with, was this helpful? Was it not? Do you agree? Do you not? If you are Catholic and you are currently tithing, what are your thoughts on it? And please share whatever benefits like spiritual, emotional, mental 
like for you, like maybe even financial, like maybe it just helps you to tithe because looking at your spreadsheet and your income actually really helps you whenever you are making your budget for the year. Maybe there are even financial benefits to tithing, who knew, right? Let me know. And please share this with any friend or family member who doesn't seem to understand tithing or maybe like me used to think tithing was required. Share this with them so that they can actually know the truth and learn a little bit more today. So thanks again for joining us. God bless. Hope to see you guys back here again soon. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. If you enjoy our mission, we would love for you to become a patron on Patreon. Our patrons are what make it possible for us to continue doing Joy and Hope full-time, bringing you the inspiring creative content that uplifts you to live more joyful, hopeful lives. So please consider supporting us. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless and see you next time.